Let's pray together. Lord, as the people gathered in Jericho that day, knowing that you were coming near, we also gather today and we search for you. And like Zacchaeus, we strain sometimes to see you. But you come to us and you find us just where we are, imperfect, sinful. And you come and you look on us in love, you forgive us and change our hearts through the grace of Jesus and his liberating love. So forgive us again, we pray, and find us again and call us again. Help us to respond again. Help us to see ourselves in Zacchaeus. Help us to hear your voice. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Meet Zacchaeus. (laughs) Well, we only read about Zacchaeus in Luke's Gospel. Just don't ask me to spell his name after 23 years in ministry. I know it's Z-A-C, and then it's chaos after that. (laughs) And the name Zacchaeus, I do know, is an abbreviation of the name Zechariah, which means the Lord has remembered. And how true that would be for Zacchaeus. The Lord remembered him. He could count on it. And Zacchaeus was pretty good at counting. He was a chief tax collector. And he was Rishi. Uh, No, no, not Rishi. That's somebody else. Uh, He was rich. That's the word, isn't it? I was thinking of another tax collector. (laughs) And Zacchaeus was rich from other people's money. He collected it from them as a tax. You see, the town of Jericho, like Judea, was under the control of the Roman Empire. And those who lived under that reign, that brutal regime, had to pay many kinds of imperial taxes. And the Romans appointed people like Zacchaeus, who was a Jew, to collect money on their behalf. Every time you cross the border into Judea or out of it, you had to pay between 2 and 5% of the value of your goods. And that soon made people like Zacchaeus very rich. And Luke tells us he was not only a tax collector, but the chief tax collector. So he also used to collect a little bit of money from the other tax collectors. So you can easily see how Zacchaeus was unpopular among his own people. He worked for the enemy, for the Romans. He took more than he should. Nobody liked him. 
like his shoe size, his friends were small in number. Zacchaeus, it seems, had made money his God. It can happen today, can't it? Um, We live in tough times, and we might not feel anything like Zacchaeus who's got money to count. But we know that whether rich or poor, we can make money our angel or the devil. It takes whatever power we give it. And Zacchaeus must have felt empty and lonely. But all that was going to change the day that Jesus came into town. Luke tells us that Jesus entered Jericho and was journeying through it. And journeying is a great theme in the book of Luke. Jesus is heading to Jerusalem and many are going with him. By now, people had heard about Jesus, the news of his amazing works and wonders and love and compassion had spread. He was causing a stir. And we can picture men and women and children lining the streets, ready to meet and welcome Jesus. We wonder what Zacchaeus had heard about Jesus or why he was drawn to Jesus that day. There are gaps in the story. But he made a decision that day that he wanted to see Jesus for himself, but from a distance. Close, but not too close. And there's a thought. I wonder if that was you one time. Many people today have heard about Jesus. Maybe they would like to take a closer look today, but not too close. Maybe through embarrassment or maybe about what it will mean, the cost. And isn't part of our mission here at Haverhill Methodist Church to help such people to take a closer look at Jesus comfortably. And that's why we have Alpha course starting this week. And it's why we have Messy Church this afternoon. We welcome seekers. We welcome doubters. And Luke tells us that Zacchaeus was trying to see who Jesus was, but because he was small, he couldn't. So Zacchaeus ran ahead and climbed this sycamore fig tree. It's different from our sycamore trees that would be very difficult to climb. This had lower spreading branches. Jesus was about to pass that way. So Zacchaeus runs on ahead, climbs the tree, hides from the crowd, and hides from Jesus. 
strange combination, seeking but hiding. And I suppose that's a little bit of all of us, isn't it? But we cannot hide from Jesus, and we don't need to. Jesus is actively searching for us. Long before we think of seeking Jesus, his love is seeking us. His grace and his mercy searching us out. And Luke tells us that when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said to him, Zacchaeus. And we can imagine the dramatic pause and the crowd wondering, ha, Jesus has noticed Zacchaeus, what's he going to say to him? Zacchaeus, you are a bad man. God will punish you for being so greedy. No, Jesus didn't say that because his father is not like that. Instead, Jesus surprises everyone, including Zacchaeus, by gently saying to him, Zacchaeus, hurry down. Come down from your tree. I must stay at your house today. And the focus is on the word must. I must stay at your house today. And that's what Jesus does. He desires to come to our hearts to enter in. At one time, you and I were like Zacchaeus, stuck stuck up a tree, out on a limb, on the outside, looking in. But Jesus said, come down, come down. And I imagine Jesus might well have said, Zacchaeus, you come down from your tree because I'm going to take your place one day and I'm going to climb the tree of Calvary and there I'm going to show how much I love you. I'm going to die for your sins. I came to seek and save what was lost. Insiders, outsiders, the religious, the outcast. Jesus found Zacchaeus and he finds you and me today. And what a surprise for Zacchaeus. I bet he nearly fell out of the tree in shock. But he hurried down and was happy to welcome Jesus. He didn't need asking twice. He opened his heart and he opened his home to Jesus in welcome. Such a lowly place for the king of kings. I'm reminded of these words of Charles Wesley's hymn. Saviour, and can it be that thou shouldst dwell with me? From thy high and lofty throne, throne of everlasting bliss, 
Will thy majesty stoop down to so mean a house as this? I am not worthy, Lord, so foul, so self-abhorred, thee, my God, to entertain in this poor, polluted heart. I am a frail, sinful man. All my nature cries, depart. Yet come, thou heavenly guest, and purify my breast. Come, thou great and glorious King, while before thy cross I bow. With thyself salvation bring. Cleanse the house by entering now. He will come to your heart and my heart today, however lowly we feel. So once again, we see Jesus enjoying the company of the wrong sort of people. And once again, the crowd grumble. Ha! He's gone to be the guest of one who is a sinner. But we know Jesus came to save sinners with grace for us all. The Christian writer Jerry Bridges wrote, Your worst days are never so bad that you are beyond the reach of God's grace. Nor are your best days ever so good that you are beyond the need of God's grace. Heaven met earth. Jesus met Zacchaeus and that love and grace just filled his heart. He had a change of heart, a complete turnaround, which is repentance. A change of heart that led to a change of attitude. He was counting money again, but this time not for himself, but counting it out to give it back. He made a promise and said, Lord, Lord. And this came not because he was asked to do it, but he was just moved to do it. He was convicted to do it. Lord, look, half of my possessions, Lord, I will give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I will pay back four times as much. It was like Christmas Day for Scrooge. He was changed. That small heart exploded into extravagant generosity. That challenges us, doesn't it? Can you and I... Give others more than they expect. In this week, can you give someone more than they expect? More of your time, more of your love, more of your care. So Zacchaeus 
for once wasn't focused on other people's small change, but the big change that had happened to him. The saving of his soul was more important than the saving of his money. This is repentance in action. Making amends for his sins of the past and righting wrongs. And what a difference that must have made to everyone. Can you imagine the surprise when Zacchaeus came to your door and you thought, oh, not him again, and he comes with gifts, boxes and boxes with coins attached, (laughs) gifts and gifts. And it's then, I don't think it's conditional on it, but it, it is then in the story that Jesus said, today, salvation has come to this house because he too is a son of Abraham. And there's that word today again. Today I must come to your house, Zacchaeus, becomes today salvation has come to this house. There's some urgency here. It can happen today. It can happen for you today. So Jesus reinstates this outcast Zacchaeus within the family circle of Israel by naming him a son of Abraham. He is included. What a wonderful saviour. The Son of Man came to seek out and to save the lost. And Christ is still seeking today. He is still saving. He is still good news for rich and poor and everyone in between. No one is beyond his searching eyes and loving heart. No one is too lost. So thank God today for Zacchaeus. We all share a little of his story, a little of his past, and a lot of his future. Thank God for Jesus, who has sought us and saved us, who's welcomed us, and who will one day welcome us home.